Hi, I'm Rory Green from XR Today, bringing you the latest in news and conversation from the extended reality space. Joining me today is VH's co-founder and chief executive, David Yang. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Roy. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm glad, glad to be here to share some thoughts and our products. Fantastic. It's going to have. It's going to be great. Excuse me to get some insight from the people creating these, creating the XR devices on the market firsthand. Um, mm -hmm. But let's get, let's gauge those thoughts a bit. So, can you introduce the VHR One device uh, that you dropped during CES 2023 earlier this year? And within that, could you provide some insight into the product, its specs, and also into the device's development from concept R&D and finally to marketplace? Cool. Um, so Vitro One glasses, XR glasses, is a really lightweight XR glasses that you can wear at least three hours constantly. So this is the glasses in my hand. It just looks like uh, ordinary, uh, normal sunglasses. So, but you can see um, like a 120-inch screen in front of you with very sharp image quality and with really great sound quality. So we have the Harman speakers embedded here, and but you can see this is a really sleek design and really thin of the temple area. So this is one of the thinnest and lightest AR glasses in the market. And so if I put it on, you can see that um, it's not only um, like AR glasses, but also a fashionable accessories. So if I wear that on an airplane and uh, I won't feel reluctant, um, it's just like people ask me, so what it is? And they really, I want to try it on as well. And after I show them the product and experience, um, they really want to buy the product. So this is the key to get the, to get a, like a AR glasses to the consumer market um, is to make it is um, really lightweight and wearable and useful for uh, right now we mainly for gamers um, so you can see this is the dial um, if you uh, nearsighted like me um, you can change the dial um, directly on the glasses you don't have to wear any prescription lenses and also we have the reverse sound field technology which means that uh, we provide the privacy for the glasses because like uh, no one can see what you are seeing, right, watching right now uh, and the games you're playing. And also um, like the people beside you can't hear anything from the glasses speaker. So this is called reverse sound um, field technology. And also we make this uh, AR glasses 76 gram, uh, which is the lightest so far. Uh, on the market of this immersive glasses. And also we have the electrochromic film uh, in front. So you can switch between, we call AR and VR mode, and also we can call that immersive and ambient mode. So when people want to walk to, to have a, like a, to go to the bathroom or um, like the, for, for the airplane, so they take off the airplane, they can still wear the glasses and they can have the screen shrinked to the corner of the glasses, and then the, the electrochromic film can change to transparent mode. And then you can see outside world very clearly while watching the 
like movie or episode at the same time. Yeah, so this is the mainly uh, functionality of the air classes. Oh, and, and also the connectivity. So we have the magnetic connector instead of the USB-C uh, connector, uh, which is really convenient that when you put on the glasses, you can connect the, the magnetic connector without any um, looking. And the beauty part of this thing is that this is the companion of this uh, air glasses. This is the neckband. Yeah, so with the neckband, um, you don't have to compare, uh, like a pair that with any phone or any computer. And this is the computer. Yeah, so the way that you put it on is something like this. You put it on your neck and it's really thin and uh, lightweight as well. And you put the glasses and then here are the cable, the magnetic cable, and then that's it. Yeah. So this is the this is the one of the best solution on the market for AR glasses to solve the wearability and the computing power at the same time. And also we don't have the battery on the glasses, so the battery on the neckband. So we support three to four hours uh, playback time and also the gaming time. So with with this neckband, you can connect with your PS5, Xbox or um, like PC in the cloud. Um, and also um, you can play anywhere you want. And also you can play some cloud gaming like uh, xCloud and uh, GeForce Now as well. Yeah, so this is the neckband. And also we have the Netflix, Disney+, Plus, YouTube, and any um, like uh, favorite uh, streaming apps you want. And also we embed several games like uh, uh, local games in the neckband as well. And you can play some 3D movies, which is a really amazing experience that like you can't experience 3D movies other than the movie theater. But right now you can experience that here. And also you can play some 3D games uh, like uh, Tom Raider, and which is really amazing experience as well. So um, that's it. This is the, this is the AR glasses the visual glasses. So if you take want to take it off, you just take off the wire and then take the glasses off. Yeah, so this is the visual glasses. Yeah, right. Uh, any like a uh, specification you're interested? I'm also more interested to learn how, how you brought this device to market. So how did it start from its conceptual points to fundraising and then to get the device in consumers' hands? Yeah, so at the beginning, I think um, two trends are really important. First is the micro OLED inside. Yeah, so the micro OLED is, is something that you can make this AR glasses as thin as possible. So right now the micro OLED is uh, 0.49 inch. Uh, which is really small, but still uh, one uh, 1080p. Uh, we can get a very high resolution. And uh, second is the cloud computing. Yeah, because we have the 5G network ready here, and also the cloud computing like xCloud and the GeForce Now, and also PC, Xbox, and the PS5, uh, all of them have the like a uh, remote play uh, functionality, right? So if you have the network, you don't have to have the computing power uh, 
um, in the device. You can have the computer computing power in the cloud or at your home. And then you can tether it from this device to the device at your home. So I, I think this is the trend that won't be reversed, right? So just something like uh, we have we we come from the DVD time to the streaming apps, and then later, right now, um, the games still carry on the DVD, but also later, um, the games gonna be I believe gonna be everything on the cloud. And the metaverse is going to be carried on a cloud as well. So we just build this cloud-based device at day one. So there's a, there's a like a possibility um, that like a, none of the devices can achieve immersion, immersion and the portability at the same time. So this is the device. Um, you can achieve this, both of them at the same time. Um, but the problem before is the computing power. Just imagine the magic leap, right? So so big, and there's a there's a big computing power you have to carry on on, 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 on your body. Um, but right now is something that you can wear on your neck, and after a while for for like one minute, you you just can't feel that exist. So this is something that we believe. Uh, people are gonna love it. Uh, so we just start this project uh, at uh, 2021. And also we have the Kickstarter project, uh, Kickstarter campaign launched last year. And we have a really successful campaign. Uh, we just uh, raised uh, $3.1 million and uh, broke the record of this XR field. Um, and also we have more than 5,000 backers. And right now we are starting uh, to fulfill all the orders to backers. And uh, uh, most of them received the glasses first and their feedbacks are really positive. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I'm really glad to hear that's positive feedback from the um, following the Kickstarter. Just one last question before we move on to my next discussion point. Um, it seems like, I wanna ask, is it fair to say that within your device uh, development, that accessibility, wearability and usability are key because I feel like that's a big reflection in the market and XR device uh, adoption rates will really rely on usability and accessibility. Correct. Um, I think there's a, there's a threshold for a human body or the human face. Like if you design a headset or a glasses above 100 grams, you can only wear that no more than 20 minutes at a maximum. If you make something under 80 grand, you can wear that at least two hours, like two hours to four hours. It depends on pe different people's tolerance. And if you make some glasses around 50 grand, you can wear that whole day, all day long. So for the glasses I have right now, it's a, it's a smart glasses. So the, there's the speakers on that and also the battery here. So this glasses uh, is 50 grand. And I wear that all day long, from morning to the night. Yeah, so this is something we want to make in the future. Um, also have the, the vision, because right now there's no, uh, no there's no optics here. It's only the sound. Mm -hmm. So, but later on, um, when the technology evolve, and these glasses can achieve 50 gram weight, and then we can make these glasses uh, wearable all day long. 
Brilliant. That's some really interesting insight. Thank you so much for that. So let's move on a little bit. Um, can we discuss uh, what developer opportunities are available on the product, and uh, how can Excuse me. How can application designers leverage the Viature One and its OS? Yeah. So this is the the beauty part of this uh, neckband. Yeah. So we have we have our own uh, operating system designed for this uh, neckband. But um, it's based on Android, so which means that you can design your own Android app, and then it can be embedded in this neckband. So this is the this is the very different from when you develop some apps on Hololens or Magic Leap, because they are totally different, and you have to design at either Unreal or um, Unity. But for our um, neckband. Um, we also support Unity as well, but we support native uh, Android apps. And we also have our SDK here um, or, uh, ready right now. Um, so you can leverage all the power on the glasses from the apps you design. For example, you can design some 3D experience yeah, based on the glasses SDK. And also you can design some apps to change the opacity of the cover lens from the electrochromic film. And also you can design some spatial sound system based on our speaker system as well. And also we have the IMU on the, on the, on the glasses, which means we have the three dot sensibility. So you can design like some, even like a VR experience. And because we can also play some VR application and the VR movies and the VR videos, on the glasses as well, um, although that limited by the FOV, but you can get a sharper image than the VR headset uh, because the PPD pixel per degree of the VR headset is from like uh, 18 to 24. Uh, Quest 1 is 18 and Quest 2 is 24, um, but our PPD pixel per degree is 55. It's almost more than double than yeah. the Quest 2. So you're going to see uh, like a much sharper image um, in front of you. Fantastic. And, you know, it sounds like that um, usability and accessibility extends to developers as well, not just the consumers wearing the device. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And so could you also touch upon brand marketing opportunities for the device as well? Um, yeah, so actually right now we, we just open to like um, like uh, like all the like fashion fashion product and also like a gaming studio because um, you know like uh, for our users, they want to buy the product to play games. Yeah, so I think the content and uh, the ecosystem is really important and also the, the games are really important on our glasses. And I believe that with the glasses, um, the new games can be created to create some really like a, like a new or and cutting edge gaming experience for um, the gamers. Um, so right now we 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 also test um, the glasses with some like professional gamers, and um, their feedback is really positive, and uh, they realize that with the glasses. Um, if they play the game even on the cloud, because you know there are some latencies, but their performance even got improved 
which is really amazing. Like, and after we we have tested for several professional gamers, and we found that the reason um, they improve their performance, especially for FPS game, is because that this glasses is is more immersive than the monitor or display, because there are still distractions around you. But with these glasses, you just fully immerse into this space. And also, we have very, very great and sharp and stunning image quality and really large view. And they can see that they are target very clearly and very sharply there. And then they can hit the targets more precisely and quicker. Yeah, so this is how they improve their performance. So we believe that um, this is not only a device you can play your game very conveniently, but also you can play your games even better performance you have. Yeah, so this is really important. And also, uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a gamer uh, for FIFA and the NBA 2K, the sports game, and also the, the racing game. And uh, I feel that um, the gaming experience are more delightful than on the TV or on the on the monitor. Yeah, because this is, I, I feel the game is my game and I just immersed into the game, which is really, really important. But if you play on the TV, um, you know, there's someone else at your home and they can see you playing. And even though they can't see you playing, um, there's some pressure, you know, um, yeah, because you're going to know, like, some, someone going to discover, okay, so you're playing games, right? But uh, if you wear the glasses and you can just uh, lay on the couch or lay on the bed and then they play the game and you and the game, you just create the, create the world of you, you and the game, just you and the game. Yeah, so this is a really special experience for gamers. And also we believe this is the starting point for Metaverse. You know, the metaverse is something we believe is that the AAA games plus MMO, uh, massive multi-user online, and also uh, Unreal UE5, uh, really re realistic renderings. So all this combined together, you can't run any games on the local machine right now, even for PS5 or Xbox. X series. So uh, this kind of like game can only be carried on the, on the cloud. Yeah, so this is something we believe uh, later on, there are going to be some like uh, game developers to develop some metaverse game, really immersive and MMO game. And that can be only carried on cloud gaming based gaming consoles. And this device can be compatible to those games at the very beginning. Um, and again, for the metaverse, it falls down to those two words again, usability and accessibility. Um, and mm -hmm. that's what these devices can assist with. Could I also finally, just to wrap it all up, and I think this applies to metaverse services and applications also when it comes, um, but I wanted to gauge your thoughts more widely on the importance of consumer choice and device competition in the XR marketplace. And obviously that reflects in the metaverse market space, um, marketplace with so many solutions and providers coming out um, ad hoc, it seems. Um, you know, again, how important is that consumer choice and device competition in that space? And then as well, how is uh, Viature reflecting on that? Yeah, so 
there there's a lot of AR glasses on the market and uh, different different AR glasses they have different targeting like uh, like Google Glass right this is something like a notification glasses and uh, even now there's a lot of competitors like working on that direction um, so our direction is really clear uh, we just focus on gamers and uh, console gamers so we just want to build the best glasses like which we can call that gaming glasses so we just want to build the best gaming glasses for console gamers and they can play their games on pc xbox ps and uh, switch very well on our glasses so right now we are the first xr glasses compatible to steam deck so like this is a really amazing experience if you have a steam deck and because this screen it's still small and the resolution is still not that good. It's like a 720p. So if you pour the glasses, you don't have to have your head down to see the screen. And you can you can relax your your your, your wrist and your hand and just put it on your lap. And then you have the glasses and you have a sofa or lay on the bed. You can play the game just like a king, right? So this is a really great experience. But you have, you're going to have like a splendid view and comparing to the screen on the board. And the beauty part is that you can even save the power. Yeah, because the screen gonna going to turn off. And the glasses, uh, power consumption is lower than the screen. So like uh, mathematically, you can save the power. And also we have, uh, we call it a mobile dock. So if you have the mobile dock, um, mounted on the Steam Deck, you can share the Steam Deck to play like a FIFA with another person beside you. Yeah, so this is like a, something you can play the FIFA on the go. And also we support, uh, we extend um, the the Steam Deck's power, uh, battery life more than six hours in addition. Yeah, so this this is a really amazing combination of the gaming device and especially the portable gaming device, Steam Deck, Virtual One Glasses. And if you want, you can have the mobile dock, which is not required, but it can enhance the gaming experience a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, um, talk about Steam Deck and Nintendo Switch, it feels like quite a um, quite an advancement and evolution from those points as well. So I think there's a lot to really take from that. Um, from various different angles as well. Um, I appreciate your time today. You brought some great insight into the product, VHO1 project, um, accessibility, usability, developer opportunities, etc., etc. That's a really good insight. Um, that's it from myself. I wanted to know what's the best way for our readers, though, to learn more about VHO and the products that they can grab from you. Okay, great. Fantastic. So um, that's it from myself. You can get more XR news by subscribing to our XR Today news channel and by following our social pages. I'm Rory Green from XR Today. Thank you very much for watching and thanks for joining me today, David. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you, Rory. Right.